morning, Henry. Good morning, dear. Morning. <laughs> oh, that will be two kisses, please. Here you go. Oh, Margaret, that's delicious. Look, Frank, anytime you want to kick me out of this country club, I'll second your black ball. Singer! I told you to get out of those clothes. Not till I'm discharged, sir. It's disgusting that you sleep in your underwear. You beat sleeping in yours. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and once again, joining me are my zany co-host, Meds. Gentlemen. And Al. Hey, how's it going? Missed you guys. (laughs) We're going to be discussing episode from season two. Can you guys believe it? We're on season two. Yay! We're getting there slowly. Slowly getting there. But this is uh, from season two. It's episode one. It's actually the 25th episode overall. It's called Divided We Stand. It's directed by Jackie Cooper, who is a regular director. And written by Larry Gilbert. Production code is K401. That makes no sense to me at all. (laughs) And the original air date is September 15th, 1973. Yay! I was eleven. I was I was uh, eleven three. days old. I should point out. Oh, I was, I was gonna say old. you were not eleven. Yeah, I was three <laughs> years old. Well, actually, I wasn't three. I was two because my birthday was uh, eight days later, and then I became three. I was uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was already getting his pension. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I just remembered. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> signing sir what am i signing radar well this is the request to rectify last week's supply follow-up from quartermaster court oh, was there another follow-up in quartermaster uh, last week duplicate and triplicate sir uh, yes sir they uh, sent two thousand specimen cups by mistake two thousand and came in the same order as the 400 breast pumps gee that's an awful a lot, lot of, of breast pumps, pumps. yes sir uh, if you'll just initial this, please. Just initial? The initial signifies that you signed instead of initialing. Right. Thank you. Well, we had an interesting uh, plot in this particular episode. Uh, Brigadier General Clayton briefs Captain Hildebrandt, a psychiatrist, on the 4077th. Clayton is sending Hildebrandt to the 4077th MASH to assess whether the unit can function as a team. Will they be broken up and sent to other units? Hmm. Break us up. But you can't break us up. I mean, we've been together so long, we're like a family. Well, families go their separate ways sometimes, Colonel. Children grow up, leave. Well, I understand. I mean, uh... I mean, you're not going to write down everything I say to you, are you? I have a report to make, sir. Oh, of course. Like a brandy, Captain. No, thanks. Gin, scotch, rye, beer, I got it all. Oh, don't get the idea that I drink. I mean, it's just that, uh, you know, uh, the, now every now and then there's uh, a lot of pressure around here. And, uh, 
you know, just, I mean, not that there's a lot of pressure or anything like that. I mean, it's just that every now and then, uh, say, like your least little pressure, what will build up to the point where there's an incredible amount of pressure around here. Radar! Would you bring in Thank some brandy, brandy, please? Brandy. Uh, we've got some interesting guest stars in uh, in this episode. Anthony Holland turns up as Captain Hildebrand. Now, a rare occasion here for MASH in which we have an actor who does not appear in Quincy. Oh, Yay! No. <laughs> um, Paul, he must have also left out. Uh, Anthony sadly passed away in 1988, but had an amazing 64 credits to his name. Wow, that's awesome. It yeah. is. Yeah. Then we have Linda Mecklejohn. She plays Lieutenant Leslie Scorch. Leslie appears in eight episodes of MASH. Her last acting credit was in 1985. And returning as Lieutenant Ginger Bayless is Odessa Cleveland. And Jamie Farr makes a welcome return as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. Then we have Bobby Mitchell, who plays Nurse Marshall. Bobby notched up an impressive 18 credits for MASH, from the Army game to Out of Sight, Out of Mind. And Leslie Evans plays Nurse Brian. Now, Leslie appeared in three episodes of MASH. Her acting sheet only states a further three credits. And Herb Volland turns back up again as General Crandall Clayton. Look, okay, I know it's dumb to be in here, but Clayton sent this Joker Hildebrand to spy on us. And I figured the shower was the safest place to meet, right? Absolutely. Nobody ever comes in here. Cover our voices. What? To cover our... Henry, you got a case of galloping paranoia. Never mind. Now look, I'm the only one who knows this guy's a psychiatrist. And you still got the guts to wear that? Pierce, can you lay off the wisecracks for just five minutes? Oh, he always acts funny in a men's shower. Now look, what I'm asking you guys is make that commanding. Keep it asking. It's to, for Pete's sake, stop acting like a couple of horses patoots while Hildebrand is here. Or sure as God made little green apples, he's going to break us up. And I don't think any of us really want that to happen. I mean, as screwy as this outfit is, better the devil you know, right? So let's go ahead and get started with our discussion on this episode. Who wants to start us off? I think the British guy should. (laughs) Yes, well, one should always come first. Um, Right, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, no, I actually really do quite like this episode. Um, it, when I went back to watch it the other week, I was I couldn't really remember it if I'm honest. I, I it just didn't didn't give me any recollections. And even when I was watching, I was thinking, have I have I missed a disc on this Smashbox set? I just, <laughs> I just didn't really. I just couldn't remember. It. But I really enjoyed it. I, I like the fact that that they are all worried about being split up. You know, with all the. Uh, antagonism that goes on with all the dislike at times and all the practical jokes this is the episode and it's a great opener i think uh for season two that it shows that all the whole team you know work well together they're a great team they they you know know each other well even frank you know um i i, I just love the fact that they are a proper family and you really do get it from this episode i i, I really do like it I, I think it's really well wrote really nicely directed by jackie cooper and uh yeah it's a it's a good episode for me yeah i actually really like this because it's kind of cool because they reintroduced the characters again to the audience you know just just in case you weren't there for season one because it wasn't a huge hit the first season so it's kind of cool that they're reintroducing each of the characters giving i mean it's like in a nutshell what this character is and who they are and how they interact with other characters. The 4077 is under the command of Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake. A fine surgeon, Henry. A fair to Midland administrator. Blake's uh, company clerk is a uh, Corporal Radar O'Reilly. 
There are times, I must confess, when it seems Henry Blake is Corporal O'Reilly's clerk. Then uh, uh, there's the chief nurse of the 4077, Major Margaret Houlihan. An angel of mercy, Major Houlihan. A woman dedicated to giving relief to others. Major Frank Burns is the unit's ranking surgeon. A very competent doctor. But a bit of a prude, if you should ask me. Major Burns billets with two other doctors. Captains both. Pierce and McIntyre. Two exceptionally qualified surgeons. But in their off hours, their antics can become quite antic. Separately, they're a handful. Together, Pierce and McIntyre make a remarkable pair. And of course, we have the story of them breaking up a mass unit. That's happened throughout the series. Uh, several episodes have done have dealt with that. You know, do they break them up? No, you don't break them up because they work so well together and they're perfect. You can't break them up. Is always the resolution. Uh, one thing I really liked is I loved Henry calling out Frank and Margaret mm. about oh, the yeah. relationship. There's nothing wrong with reporting the unmilitary posture of your command, Colonel. Just let me remind you, Mrs. MacArthur, that if this unit gets split up, it might just happen that we all get split up, which means that you and Dr. Burns here will have to stop practicing medicine together. And whatever else it is you've been practicing? I mean, that I really liked Henry in this episode. He wasn't as bumbling as he has been in the past. You know, he, you know, like we said in the past, you know, when he needs to take command, he can take command. You know, yeah. he can do it. And he put his foot down, and when he called them out and said, you know, if we break up, you guys are going to be shipped apart. And I just, I love that scene. And um, I just noticed that at the end, when they did the, the names again, that Jamie Farr was, was listed there. So I don't know if he's a regular member yet, because I know he's still showing up as a, a guest on, mm. you know, on the list. But, um... Because I know uh, Father Mulcahy was not listed there on the back. It was only Jamie Farr. I don't think we really even saw Father Mulcahy in this episode, did we? Was he not in this episode? I was trying to remember I don't believe if, he, so. if he was or not. Maybe that's why they didn't show his name. But I was surprised when Jamie Farr popped up. Because I know like, he hasn't become like a regular cast member until I thought like season three or four. Yeah. I think hmm. it was uh, Jamie Farr and William Christopher was at the same time that they got their names at the... The front credits, the I'm sure, yeah. yeah, because I know yeah. William Christopher kicked off, and he's uh, his name is actually slightly bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, what, your, what were your thoughts, Al, on this episode? Well, it, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I I didn't like it as much as you guys did, uh, for the simple reason it seemed kind of like a, I don't know, to me it seemed kind of like a cheap opening to me. Uh, I, I know it was. It probably worked very well, but to me, it was just like they um, they used this as a way of reintroducing the cast to everybody. Now, the thing that that bugged me about it was that you know throughout the first season, General Clayton learns how great this team works together, uh, and in fact, I think he gave Henry an award for efficiency. But what happened between the end of the first season and this episode to make uh, Clayton? You know, go. Hmm. These guys aren't very good. Uh, that did, just just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I can see that. That's I totally get that. You really just have to kind of ignore it, or it will. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I, I think because that's exactly what like Kenny said that this is really an uh, an episode as an opener for for really new listeners because the 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 figures wasn't great for the first series, and you, you do kind of you know in TV like. 
if you're starting off almost anew to a certain degree, you have to reintroduce people. It's never an easy thing to do because you've just had 20-odd episodes introducing a load of characters and to have to introduce them again in one episode, you, you kind of need to do it a bit quickly. And I, I right. think it worked that way. But no, I can see your point, Al, but I think it's it's always going to be tricky when you have to reintroduce characters. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it because it's MASH and, you know, even the stinkers I, I enjoyed. Um, I had a few... Uh, small issues with it. Here, here's a, a kind of a structural question for you guys. In the scene when the shrink is confronting, you know, our band of brothers here in uh, Henry's office. If you look out, uh, if you're sitting at Henry's desk and you, and you look to the left, you see the windows up top, and then you can kind of see the outside. Well, the thing that I don't understand is when uh, Radar came around, he's knocking on the window and he's yelling at them. They can't hear him. So he decides to run around and come back in. He's in there in in the office there in like two seconds tops. I thought oh the uh, the OR or the post op was right outside of Radar's office. So I, I thought the same thing. I knew exactly yeah. where you were going when I saw that because I was like, wait a minute, isn't the OR on that wall? Because I know they walk through it to get to OR, but maybe it's like a a half thing, a half you know. Maybe it's only Radar's office that's connected to the well, no the OR. The- the Vader's office is the almost the centerpiece of the whole unit. Um, but but saying that, you never see when you walk through that door into OR, uh, you never see what's on the left hand side because that's the camera wall, right? Yeah. So there's nothing yes. stopping there actually being a door there because you, you don't know. So I'd just say that there's actually a door there. But that'd be kind of weird. But uh, that being you know <laughs> aside, um, I got uh, one more thing. When they were in the mess hall, you know, the next morning, and they're standing in line getting their food. It looked like um, one of the local village women that was serving them. Did you notice that? I'm so glad you. Yeah, you're picking out every single thing I saw. I saw the same thing. I'm like, when did the local people start serving and not a military <laughs> person like Igor? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really bizarre as well. I know maybe maybe they hire them, you know, to pay them a little money to to serve them, but. I don't remember seeing that in any of the other episodes. Was Igor in series one? I don't uh, think so. No, I'm sure this is the first season that we see him in. I, I think you're right. And, and in fact, I think the first episode we see him in uh, is coming up, and we just see him briefly. Yeah, he's just sitting uh, we don't down, really see him. the shave, I think. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. his nails done, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his nails. <laughs> Getting a little petty, and a, a manny and a petty, and you know. <laughs> How American. But yeah, I think overall this was it was a good introduction. It may have not have been perfect, but it definitely if you didn't know what MASH was and you sat down to watch this, you instantly knew who all the characters were and how they interacted with each other, I yeah. think. Right. And I think it's I think that since and I'm pretty sure that that was the purpose of this episode, I think that it uh, it satisfied that purpose very well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we had some clunkers at the end of season 1, so I was happy to see <laughs> You know, some some uh, some decent mash again. So it was very exciting that they started this season off a, a pretty good high note. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, Major. Who is it? It's me, Henry Blake. Just a minute. Come in, Colonel. Hi. Uh, we were just um, going over tomorrow's duty roster. The one on my desk. He means yesterday's duty roster tomorrow. Never mind. I've got something serious to discuss. Well, what is it? A Captain Hildebrand showed up today from headquarters in Seoul. He's a psychiatrist, and he's here on Clayton's orders. 
Now, it is my guess that someone in this unit has been rat-thinking to the general on the sly. It wasn't me. Anyways, my duty to. All right, it's time for us a behind-the-scenes on this episode. We have a few really cool facts here. I'll start us off with uh, the episode ends with the camp loudspeaker announcement, which is near identical to the final loudspeaker announcement in the original MASH film. Backed by the arrangement of a theme song, which served as the opening music for three episodes in the first season. That's pretty cool. And uh, did you know that this is the last episode that ends with a rundown of the characters? Two previous episodes, the uh, pilot and Dear Dad, had ended in the same way. Yeah, I like that ending when they do the little people's names, their actors' names, and they say their characters' names. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Is it nice how I touch those? Um, throughout the entire eleven-year run of the series, no laughter track was ever used in any of the operating room scenes. I think we all know that uh, any laughter track is uh, bloody awful. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm so thankful that you can turn it off on the DVD. Oh, it's the first thing I do. It's the first thing I do. So nice. The title is from the motto, United We Stand, Divided We Fall, and has been used by Revolutionary Patriot John Dixon and Patrick Henry and by Kentucky as a state motto. The voice of the PA announcer in this episode is provided by Sal Viscuso, who was the PA announcer in the movie. Very cool. When Trapper John rewrites the commandments from Frank's Bible, the camera goes to Trapper on the bunk closest to the door and Frank's bunk. But in many other episodes, that is Hawkeye's bunk. That's not really a mistake, is it? It could just be lying on Hawk's bunk. Yeah. 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 I agree. That was such a great scene, too. It oh, was yes. just <laughs> oh, so <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh, when Henry tells Radar that the captain is staying in the 4077th for a while, watch the captain's arm. He goes from holding his helmet and jacket, but in another shot, his helmet is under his arm. The next shot, he's once again holding his helmet and jacket. Yeah. Well, he got confused because uh, Henry wanted to send him to the VD tent. Oh, you see, I was staying away from any double entendre. <laughs> well, we're talking about Al here. He cannot stay away from any of those kind of jokes. <laughs> Restraint is not my middle name. When Hawkeye asks Henry for the butter, Henry gives it to him and says, Here you go, Pierce and Tire, <laughs> making Hawkeye and Trapper's last name one. Nice. All right, so that's going to do it for Behind the Scenes. Hopefully we uh, shared some little tidbits you guys didn't know about previously. Childish. Not childlike with its connotations of innocence and joyous abandon. But Childish. You delight in petty bickering, summer camp capers, and in general behave in a manner ill-befitting officers in the United States Army and members of the medical profession. It is to some degree understandable. You are, after all, only three miles from the front. You would not be the first people to crack under the stress of war. I resent that, Captain. I, for one, have not cracked because of the war. That's true, Captain. Thank you, Piers. Frank showed up here cracked with a Bible in one hand and a pair of shorts that said, hold me, in the other. Pierce. Oh, come on, Henry. The party's over. Now, listen, don't you pay any no, attention to... No, he's right, Colonel. Even tipping them off couldn't keep them from behaving the way they really feel. Well, how would you feel, Captain, if you were forced to serve alongside a pair of medical misfits? Ole! And this one has no respect for decency. He turns everything into a hollow mockery. That's a lie. I've never once taken out the insides of a mockery. He's right, Captain. They're, they're both impossible. 
You stay out of this, Hot Lips, or I'll stop selling tickets to your shower days. All right, steady, people. You are no gentleman. Good thing you are. Oh, it's... I... All right, now it's time for some trivia. Hey. It's the fate. I mean, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm once again, I'm pulling the trivia from the MASH trivia, the unofficial quiz book. And this time we're going to go into the category odds and ends. I thought I had some really cool questions in this one. Yeah, okay. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> and since you have no comment, Al, you're going to go first. No. <laughs> All right, so I, I did not know this, so I don't know if you're going to know it, but we'll find out. What was the 4077th motto? United we stand divided. <laughs> um, Francis John Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know. Do you know, Mance? I didn't know this. No, I don't. I think the only time we ever find out is during the uh, even the, the, the Olympics I do or something, the, uh, the, the sports games I do. Well, the answer is best care anywhere. Oh, oh yeah. I remember seeing that now. Uh, let's see. There's another. Okay, there's one. Um, this is for you, Meds. Okay, where was Where was a patient usually shipped after being treated at the 4077th? Uh, Seoul. Uh, they say the 325th EVAC. No, it's Seoul. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's an unofficial uh-uh. trivia book. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, I think they do go to Seoul a lot, but maybe they go through the evac first and then they get taken to Seoul. Yeah, possibly. But they probably go to the toilet as well, but you don't get that answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's a question for me. Roughly, what was the 4077 success rate in treating patients? I know it's high. I can't... um, 90... I want to say 90... Uh, 90, I don't know. I was going to say 95 or 98. 97.5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with a nice 97. That's right in the middle. Oh, I was right. It's 98%. Oh. I, I don't know why 95 was stuck in my head, but 98%. Uh, Meds is IQ. Oh. 152, <laughs> Al. <laughs> really? Yes. I bow down to you. Here, Here's this one. Might be a hard one for our listeners, but uh, I know they're resourceful, so I've been giving them some easy ones lately. So here is a little bit tougher one. Near what city was the 4077th located? And spelling does count. Oh, man. (laughs) That is hard. Do you guys know it? (laughs) S-A-N-D-I-E-G-O. So once again, the question for our listeners is... Near what city was the 4077th located? And yes, spelling does count. You can send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. While you're writing, make note of the fact that thanks to the failure of the world's various elected heads, not to mention just plain dictators, to keep a cold war from turning hot, I am forced to operate alongside a surgeon who can't trim his toenails without committing malpractice. I reset that. How do you know he meant you? Well, who else? I mean, uh... Uh, we're, Captain, we're not as bad there as we seem. There isn't see. a nurse in this camp they haven't tried to molest. Except the male ones. Speak for yourself. That one spies on everybody! Now, dear, he is our son. He is not! Sir! Radar, what the hell is it? Chopper's more wounded. 
Alright, you can find the MASH 4077 podcast all over the internet. We are located at Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, and that's at MASH 4077 podcast. Twitter. I love that. I was waiting for you to make a comment, you do every time you said it. Yeah. And we have a totally wicked cool website, dude, and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find it at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. You can find show notes and other little tidbits that we decide to uh, blog about once in a while. And, of course, do feel free to send us any comments that you wish to our email address, which is mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And if you feel the need to wear our faces... Uh, on a t-shirt you can find those at our zazzle store i just love that zazzle it gives sparkle to it and you can find that at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast and once again we always love getting reviews on itunes you could just go to itunes type in the mash 4077 podcast and leave us preferably a four to five star review and those help us uh Put us into ratings, into charts, and uh, just gives more exposure to the podcast. So if you can do that, we'd really appreciate it. Captain Hildebrand. Mm. These guys make a gin that can melt your dog tags. It's from a recipe first brewed in Hermann Goering's navel and handed down from war to war. You had a mission here, Captain. Oh, I've done it. I can give you your report. In my short stay here... I have seen textbook examples of neuroses, psychoses. I have seen voyeurism, fetishism, and a few isms I've never even heard of. And let me tell you this, General. These impossible people are in an impossible place doing totally impossible work. They're mad. Quite mad, all of them. And the only act I can think of that would be madder still would be breaking them up. Well, we did it again. Screwed up in reverse. We'll never get out of here. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. So overall, a, a really good episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm La. Oh, that's backwards. I mean, I'm Al. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. Attention. Be sure to follow the zany antics of our combat surgeons as they cut and stitch their way along the front lines. Operating as bombs... B- operating as bombs and bullets burst around them. Snatching laughs and love between amputations and penicillin. Follow Hawkeye Pierce. Trapper John McIntyre. Henry Blake. Hot Lips Houlihan. Frank Burns. Radar O'Reilly. And Corporal Klinger. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us.
Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the Mashboro 77th podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Then we have Linda... I know I knew I was, I was pronouncing this name. <clears throat> First blooper, yay. <laughs> Always me. First of 2012. God. The voice of the PA announcer in this episode is provided by Sal Vis... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Viscuso? The next shot, he's once again holding his... Uh, the next shot... Ah. Bobby not... Okay. <laughs> Bobby got knocked up on a previous episode of MASH. <laughs> and impressive 18 times. <laughs> <clears throat> this is going to be a long day. <laughs> MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.